1: It's Radio 1019FM. W F A. Hello! It's Pat Boyle on the Fan. I'm with you for the next three hours, all the way to Nets pregame with Chris and the Capper. You can also tweet me at patboyle 44 And you can always listen no matter where you are on the free Odyssey app. It's Selection Sunday. Get your brackets ready, the madness is about to officially begin, and for our local teams, UConn is in, St. John's needs a new head coach, but for the Rutgers Scarlet Knights, they are firmly on the bubble. Their fate decided tonight around 6 p.m., and how about this special treat? I will talk with the Scarlet Knights head coach, Steve Peichel, at 3 p.m. to help make the case for Rutgers to get into the tournament. You don't want to miss that. Coach Peichel coming on at 3 p.m. We'll talk with him about the Scarlet Knights' fate. Plenty of baseball and hoops to talk about. The number is, as always, 877-337-6666. But as Jets fans continue to wait anxiously for the decision of Aaron Rodgers, and I mean I mean anxiously, I hope I can relay some more breaking news today. That's the That's the plan. That's the script for today's show. Right, just like uh, apparently there's a script for the NFL. That that would be the script for today's show. Is is uh, help relay some breaking news with Aaron Rodgers? I was on the air last month when the news broke at 1 a.m. that the Nets had traded Kevin Durant to the Suns on Tuesday. I I tweeted at 2 p.m. that the Giants and Daniel Jones were going to agree to terms on the contract extension before the franchise tag deadline. And we've got the main man, Paulie Rosenberg, on the other side of the glass. He. Relayed some breaking news that then wasn't breaking news eventually with the Carlos Correa deal. But Paulie was on the air when that happened. He's on the other side of the glass. So now, over the next three and a half hours, we wait and hope that we can relay probably the biggest breaking news in Jets history. So, I want to begin with this. Twelve long seasons without making the playoffs. Twelve years since the Jets made the AFC Championship game. Both of those droughts end. If Aaron Rodgers is under center, and you got the multiple reports yesterday have told us that a deal is is all but done. According to Connor Hughes, the trade has already been worked out between the Jets and the Packers. It is just waiting for Rodgers' blessing. It's his decision. Green Bay has basically publicly told Aaron Rodgers, "Hey, thanks for the memories, thanks for the Super Bowl. You're a first ballot Future Hall of Famer, but no, we we want to move on. It's time to try and move this franchise into the next era." I mean, the Jets went 7-10 and last year with a bust of their number two draft pick, Zach Wilson, starting nine games. The exoskeleton of Joe Fossil still trying to play for four games. And Mike White, who was their best option until he got his ribs snapped by the Bills. And the AFC East was one of the best divisions in football last year, arguably second best behind the NFC East. The two playoff teams. The Jets had the least amount of wins at seven. Let's not forget they were seven and four until the wheels came off. You know the defense is a top five unit in football. They were fourth in yards allowed, third in passing yards allowed, fourth in points allowed. So now it's it's up to the offense to pick up the slack. You also had you had an incompetent play caller in Mike LaFleur. They lost running back Brees Hall in week seven, who, by the way, was on his way to AFC offensive rookie of the year. Makai Becton missed the entire year. Their best run blocker, Elijah Vera Tucker, lost for the season in Week 7 as well. So now, returning this year alongside those guys, the Offensive Rookie of the Year, Garrett Wilson, who is already a legit number 1 wide receiver in the NFL, and you heard Aaron Rodgers talk glowingly about him after the Jets beat the Packers earlier this year. (laughs) Rodgers saying, this isn't the same old Jets Seventeen. He's a legit stud. He is a legit number one wideout. Talked about Elijah Moore, who's also going to be returning this year, who had a tremendous rookie year and then disappointed and nearly went awol halfway through the season. They were able to get him back into the team, and you know he needs to step up this year. But Rogers basically said, you know, I think Elijah Elijah Moore is super talented, and his quarterback can't get him the ball." He literally said that. And then you got the competent tight end core that includes C.J. Uzama and Tyler Conklin. And despite all the injuries and the void at the most important position in sports, the Jets still were 15th in the NFL in passing. Now this is an offense now that with the new offensive coordinator Nathaniel Hackett, it'll be tailor-made to throw the football, and who else would you rather have slinging it than one of the greatest arms this sport has ever seen? Jets make the AFC Championship game with Aaron Rodgers over the next two years. It's as simple as that. And as long as the run game is competent, I mean, the Jets are going to put up 24 points a game easily. And because the Jets finished it last in the AFC East, they get to play the last place teams in the AFC South and the NFC South. They're going to play the Falcons and the Texans this year, along with playing the Browns, Raiders, and the Broncos. And you add in the fact they split with the Bills and the Dolphins... (laughs) <laughs> which you don't know how that happened this team's getting 11 or 12 wins if Aaron Rodgers is playing quarterback so obviously though the question is you know could they can you then take that next step can you beat either the Chiefs the Bengals or the Bills in the playoffs and i'm telling you they can the jump that the young studs on this team are going to make in year 2 and then year 3 coupled with getting your starting running back and your starting tackles back You throw Aaron Rodgers in as the cherry on top, Jets can beat the Bengals and the Bills. And you let the chips fall where they may if Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs stand in your way. I mean, just think about last year, all those losses the Jets suffered in the second half of the season. 10-3 against the Patriots. 2017 against the Lions. 19-3 to the Jaguars. And my God, if you actually tortured yourself by sitting through that last one, (laughs) 11-6. To the Dolphins. These are wins next year with with really any upgrade at quarterback, but especially a first ballot future Hall of Famer. It is as simple as that. I, I I couldn't tell you how frustrating it was to listen to TV and radio this week and hear, oh well, no, the Jets they they shouldn't even go after Rodgers. You know, I, I can't guy can't handle the media. He's gonna be a, he's gonna be a distraction. Uh, we we should get Derek Carr. We should get Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Are you kidding? Aaron Rodgers, yeah. Some of the stuff he says and does is cringeworthy. I get it. The whole darkness isolation retreat, the ayahuasca, you know, the mush- taking the mushrooms, and. You know, you want to be the ultimate recency bias person and say, well, well, he, he was terrible against the Lions. All they had to do was win that game. Okay, yeah. Had a bad game. Had a bad game. Rodgers was playing in an offense with a new offensive system with a, with a bunch of not-ready rookie-wide receivers and washed-up old vets. This Jets offense is light years ahead of what the Packers offense was in 2022. Light years. and he, I, I, I don't know how this deal hasn't been done already. I don't know what he's waiting for. <laughs> We're all waiting on Aaron. All waiting on you, pal. But everything he has said, glowingly speaking about the Jets last year, after the Jets beat them, the relationship he has with Nathaniel Hackett, who Jets are basically doing the same thing the Broncos did last year. They hired him to be their head coach. He was Rodgers' offensive coordinator 2019 to 2021. They swung and they missed. And yeah, not built out to be a head coach at all, but Nathaniel Hackett as an OC with Green Bay. Um let's not forget 2020, 2021, Aaron Rodgers MVP seasons, historic numbers. You get that system back, you add in a bonafide number 1 playmaker at the wide receiver position and Garrett Wilson you add in Brees Hall coming back off a fantastic seven game season last year until he got hurt. Corey Davis, I mean, who knows? They might end up they might even cut Corey Davis, so I don't even know if I want to include him on the roster at the moment. But Elijah Moore and some competent tight ends. And you let Aaron Rodgers do the rest. I am not going to sit here and and get spoon fed that Aaron Rodgers stinks now. Or that Aaron Rodgers doesn't have it. Or that he's going to be a problem in New York. If Rodgers comes here, the Jets are going to the AFC Championship game either this year or next year. 2 years. That's all it's going to take. Forget about down the road. Forget about oh we, we you know what what happens after that. Doesn't matter. This team's in a win now window. That's all you heard week after week after week last year. The Jets are the Jets were a quarterback away. They still are a quarterback away. Why would you want to settle for anything less than a Hall of Famer? And if you think Aaron Rodgers is going to come here and he's going to be a distraction and it's going to blow up, you haven't watched football. You don't watch no football. And instead, you, you spend too much time probably watching Rodgers say some, you know, cringeworthy stuff and say, oh, this guy can't do it. And instead, you didn't watch him every Sunday where he had his worst or arguably worst season in the last 10 years. And the team was still a game away from making the playoffs. With an offense that didn't have a lot of talent, Mike LaFleur, or Matt LaFleur, excuse me, the head coach, who was clearly over his head and was basically riding the coattails of Rodgers since he got there. The Jets go to the AFC Championship game with Aaron Rodgers this year or next year. And now we wait on him. You wait on him. And don't, you? you as much as you want to get annoyed and lose patience, and I get it. I'm not even a Jets fan. I've lost patience. (laughs) Waiting for Rodgers. I mean, this has to be, we we have to know by 4 o'clock tomorrow. Legal tampering period begins. Teams can start negotiating with guys. Free agency officially begins Wednesday. There is no more, we're going to find out in the next 24 to 28 hours. But hopefully Aaron, if he's still in Malibu, if he's still in California after meeting with Woody Johnson and Joe Douglas and Sala and Hackett. If he's still in Malibu in California, hopefully he's waking up right about now. 9.13 a.m. on the West Coast. And hopefully he's saying to himself, you know what? It's a good day to become a New York Jet. It's a good day to call up the Packers front office, the Packers owners. Well, that's the people. But the, the Packers president. And say, you know what? I'm ready. I'm ready to become a New York Jet. And we can go nuts. And you can go nuts as a Jets fan. And you have the best quarterback under center. Since famous Joe Namath. And that's it. It's as simple as that. 877-337-6666. You can also tweet at me at papoyle44. Get aboard. I want to hear from you. Do you think Aaron Rodgers calls it quits and simply retires? I think everything he has talked about, being excited to announce his decision, he's not retiring. Is he going to be a New York Jet by tomorrow? And over the next two years, did the Jets make the Super Bowl for the first time since 69? I think they do. I think the Jets not only get to the AFC Championship game. I think Aaron Rodgers is playing in his second Super Bowl with Gang Green.
0: Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, Mel King.